Hello ladies, welcome to another new episode of Alive and I am excited to be hosting an amazing guest on the show and my name is Wilma Mwangi and this is the show where we bring you informative and educative content and it's women-centered, it's all about women and we talk about lifestyle, health and wealth. So karibu sana and if you're joining in for the first time, remember to like, subscribe and share. My podcast is on YouTube, it's on Boomplay, Anchor, Google Podcasts, also on uh, Apple Podcasts, you can find me anywhere. So today I am with an amazing guest and I would like her, Kamakawaida, to tell us more about herself. She can let us know who she is and what she does and what the world does not know about her. So Karibu. Thanks, Vilma. Uh, are you... Seriously asking me those three yeah, questions? Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> in like, how much time do I have? That's not, not we have not even yet gotten to start the show Thank yet. Thank God. Martha is my name. Mm-hmm. And if I was to speak about the things that, I love that the podcast is called Alive. Yeah. That, I, I mean, it's when you said it the first time, I was like, oh yeah, Alive. Uh, I yeah. feel alive <laughs> when you said it. And, uh-huh. But yeah, I think in the context of things that bring me alive is actually spaces like this, so mm-hmm. conversations, meaningful conversations. Yeah. I love to create um, spaces for people to bring out their authentic self. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. because I think for me, we live in our in a world where there's so much that is possible. That so is true. Creating spaces, whether it's through my work in coaching um, or creating learning spaces mm-hmm. where people can really tap into the gifts they have, the yeah. talents they have, uh-huh. and find a resourceful way of living from that from that place. Exactly. To create the world that I want, whether that's being an entrepreneur or being an employee mm-hmm. or pursuing your hobbies, whatever it is that yeah. you want to do, mm-hmm. but like do it from that real, genuine, authentic place. Yes. That yes. for me is what brings me alive. And I also, I, I traveled a lot before Corona. Mm-hmm. So I'm a avid traveler. Nice. I love everything art. And how creative. many, how many countries have you traveled to? Uh, maybe 17. Oh, yeah, I've been okay. to a lot of places. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I love art. I love music. Mm-hmm. As I was coming here, I was listening to one of my favorite musicians. He's called Jack Favoretti. Okay. He's Italian. And he has this beautiful voice. Yeah. And I was just like, oh God, he sings so Jack well. Savoretti. Savoretti, uh-huh. yes. And yeah, I love music. I love art, uh, painting. And I've tried pottery some yeah. years back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm also into spiritual development, so things like yoga and meditation. Wow. And things like this, so. You are a lady I will in pose there because there's a lot. Thank you so much. Karibu to the show. Thank you. So even before we go dig deep into the serious stuff, I want to ask you some quick fire questions. Let's see yeah? how I do, yes. Okay, let's let's get to know who Martha is. Do you remember your first job? Yes, I do. I remember my first job. Oh, my coach made me do this exercise the other day. I I actually worked as a farm manager for my uncle. Oh, wow. I was so little. I was like in high school. Okay. And my my uncle used to farm like a lot of tomatoes yeah. and yeah. other things. Mm-hmm. So because when it was harvest time, there was a lot of coordination. Yeah. So I would be the person coordinating the harvesting, so making oh. sure nobody's stealing anything, yeah, making yeah, sure the work yeah. is done on mm-hmm. time, everybody is paid. Yeah. Um, yeah, and when I look back, 
now I'm like that's why I picked up a lot of my entrepreneurial nature. Nice, okay. And yeah, back like maybe twenty from years ago. as simple as what you were doing. Exactly. Okay, what's so simple, but from yeah, it wasn't so simple. Yeah. So my coach asked the other day, like, what what have been all your jobs? So yeah. he asked all of us to like list, and I was like, oh. I did this that. This is interesting. Yeah. And then I hadn't even done the exercise mm-hmm. until I saw someone else had eaten. She used to collect potatoes or something. Wow. And she's from, I don't know what country, Russia uh-huh. or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I also used to help my uncle yeah, harvesting wow. tomatoes. So then the risk <laughs> became really, really low. Yeah. So, so that yeah, was your first job. That was my first job. Okay. I was a farm, uh, farm manager. Okay. Okay. Second question. Soft or hard skills? I don't think it's a question of choosing. I, I wouldn't choose, actually. Wouldn't choose. I think you approach life from what what do you need from both boxes. Okay. I think both are important. Yeah. And if you have great soft skills, but you can't do some hard, hard stuff, skill, then yeah. it's, it's still not going to work, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Like even in this podcast, let's say you didn't have all the support you have. Um, and you are a very good interviewer, but like you don't know all the editing and the technical background, yeah. mm-hmm. then it will be really hard for you exactly. to run the show. Yeah. So I think you need to be conscious every moment to ask yourself, what do you need from each box? Okay. And then, yeah, do that. So okay. I wouldn't choose because I think both are important. All right. What would you do different if you could go back in time? To what? Which part of my life? Yeah, whatever part. What would you, what would you do different? Um, you can pass. Yeah, I can pass because I don't want to do anything different. I okay. approach life from a learn as a learning experience, uh-huh. and everything for me is an experiment. Okay. So, if I if in quotes there were mistakes, yeah. I didn't know. Okay. Right? Then, like yeah. they happened, mm-hmm. so then now I learn from them. Yeah. So now move on. Okay. So I don't know if there's anything maybe of course i know if i go into deep introspection blah 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 i'll find something yeah but in this moment um i don't know if there's anything i'll do okay so passion or profit both both absolutely (laughs) both you need the money and you need to do things that you love passionately and the the more you find the sweet spot between those two Mm -hmm. things the The happier your life is and the more fulfilling yeah all right so what's your favorite part of your job now my favorite part of my job is that I can leave my house at one o'clock <laughs> and come to this show. Yeah. And yeah. It's, the, it's the freedom to mm. do things I love. Okay. It's the freedom to create the spaces, to work with impactful organizations mm. across East Africa, mm-hmm. and to really support, like, whether it's individuals or organizations who are like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I see a problem here and I want to do something about it. Yes. So, organizations that are driven by that. The passion and profit, right? Mm. Like this, they have a very high, strong social mission, yeah. and at the same time, they are thinking how to create those solutions mm-hmm. in a sustainable way. Okay. And for individuals exploring their careers and taking themselves to the next level, yeah, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like I believe in myself, I have potential, yeah. blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and I want to do something about it. I want some sort of guidance. I want to invest time. And sometimes money to take myself to that level. Hey. So working in that in these spaces for me is really exciting. That's and amazing. I have a hundred percent control on, on doing that. Yes, yes. There's nothing as good as freedom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so has the industry changed since you started? Which industry? Uh, <laughs> the career development space. 
So, mm-hmm. that's a very broad question. Okay. So, I've been in the career development space since I was in university. Okay. I worked as a volunteer for my, I studied at Kenyatta University. Mm-hmm. So, I studied as a volunteer for the career center for about three years. Mm-hmm. That was part of the team that we used to organize the career affair. Okay. It was like 20,000 students, over 200 corporates. Mm-hmm. And that experience for me in uni was really, really powerful yeah. because in that volunteer team, uh, we were given 100% like autonomy and to like run with this event. Wow. And we had like really great support yeah. from the mentors and the senior management that were working there. Uh-huh. And I think for me, it was the first time where I interacted with this idea of mentorship because uh, this gentleman, Mr. Monari, would always tell us in those meetings, don't you dare bring me any challenge. Mm-hmm. I only want <laughs> solutions in this meeting. Yeah. So I grew up for, I mean, three years in campus. That's 99% of your unit mm-hmm. like done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first year you're just like sitting yeah. around like, where am I? What's going on here? You're trying to so, find your yeah, exactly. footing. So for me, that I think instilled this idea of being a solution creator mm-hmm. in every angle of my life mm-hmm. from a very young age. And at the same time, then we were working with corporates, trying to understand the different needs yeah. in the in organizations, mm-hmm. where what is what you ask about soft skills yeah. for, mm-hmm. what soft skills are more important right now, yeah. when the world of work, mm-hmm. of course, the usual thing, collaboration, teamwork, creative problem solving, mm-hmm. critical thinking, things like this. Yeah. Um, and, and then we also used to do outreach at universities. So speaking to students about their different career paths, etc. And then I also worked on a career, a global career acceleration program in India. So when I look back and then the last five years in the coaching space, when I look and then all the other years in recruitment, but like when I look back at has the, the question of has the industry changed? I guess it's a yes and no. Mm-hmm. Have the problems that have been there changed over the last 10, 15 years? They're still the same. They're mm-hmm. probably getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, what I have seen in the last two years is an increase in the number of great talents that mm-hmm. are really interested in taking the driver's seat in their lives okay. and in their career. Mm-hmm. I have clients who don't take jobs anymore. Yeah. They're like, you know what? Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> these are my conditions yeah. I know what is my value I know what is my potential mm. I know that I'm capable of doing amazing work so if the organization is not ready to and this is not even about like salaries because some of them have worked for several years mm-hmm. and then they just hit a hard stop so then they are like these are my terms and conditions for me to do a great work yeah. I need this type of environment mm-hmm. I need this type of collaboration mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if that's not being given then you know, cheer. Yeah. I have like clients for like six months. We are still trying to find a job. And they are like, Martha, no, I'm not doing that one. You remember that value. <laughs> yeah. So this really makes me happy mm-hmm. to see that, uh, yeah, people are acknowledging and appreciating themselves. And Yeah, there's some personal. Yeah, sitting mm-hmm. on the, wanting this type of support mm-hmm. to actually get themselves to that level. Oh, that's great. So, yeah. All right. That's nice. Thank you for that quick insight about you and what you do so as we dig in what now we're going to talk about on the show we'll be talking about building 
a successful career. Success is a different language for each one of us. Being promoted for one person is success. Uh, the other person is uh, an increase in salary. It's a value or a metric of success. So we'll be digging into each one of this. And um, as we start off, I want us to talk about job hustles. Personally, for me, I have gone through the job hustle. Yani, I have scouted for jobs in this country of ours. And it can be really devastating yeah. once you, you, you apply, you reapply, and you still don't get it. So tell us, you as, uh, you as an experienced recruiter, mm-hmm. what is it that uh, people normally look for in job seekers? that they can, you know, they can fit in into these roles that companies need? I love this question because the answer is very easy. Yeah. The answer is simple. What is it? You know it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> the, pro- the, the problem is not that. The problem is that. Again, <laughs> how much time do we have? <laughs> so, I mean, every employer wants someone who can prove they can do the job. Mm-hmm. Someone who has pre- who presents themselves well. Yeah. Etc. Et mm. Like, I mean, what would, that, would else would an organization that has certain goals want? Someone exactly. can achieve that. Yeah. I keep saying this, and um, I, I always like every time I say it. For me, it sounds like it's like a joke. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But the number of irrelevant, lack of effort, not detailed job applications recruiters uh-huh. get yeah. are quite significant. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of, I can confidently say, people who don't get jobs, it, it has everything to do with how you package yourself. Okay. Yeah? So it has everything to do with how you package yourself. And I see all those really small, obvious mistakes over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's like through your just like CVs and LinkedIn profiles and cover letters. But also over the years, a lot of organizations have adopted this online application Mm -hmm. system where everybody thinks it's a job, that nobody looks at that part. Mm -hmm. So you you advertise for a job, you get 100 applications, but only three applied. Uh, No, 100 applied, but only three stand out. Uh You have 97, but only three. Only three stand Mm -hmm. out. And the question is, what's going on here, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think there's still a lot of effort and in, I think the word is intention, but I see a lot of lack of intention mm-hmm. in job hunting processes. Okay. People sending random applications to everyone, yeah. not customized applications, mm-hmm. not spending yeah. time to read about the organization, assuming that recruiters and organizations will not look at those. I mean, that's why they are paid. Yeah. They have a job. Yeah, you know? literally. So there's a lot, I think there's a lot of myths and... Yeah, there's a lot of myths that mm-hmm. influence how job seekers look at work. Yeah. And that then becomes a barrier. Mm-hmm. On top of like no employment, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There yeah. are not many opportunities mm-hmm. compared to how many people don't have jobs. The but barriers. there's a whole other space for, for that as well. That okay. I think influences why the hustle feels much more real. stressful yeah, and real. Stressful. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned people not being intentional with the, like this job applications. Yeah. And... uh once, let's say, uh, you have the right skill set, you have everything right, you match the job description. So what's the next step? Yes, you, you've applied for it. And let's say you've even gotten the job. Yeah. So in that position you are in, we, I want us to talk about 
the growth as well as the mental well-being because some people you'd hear most actually some of my friends who are currently working you'd hear them say hey man job is stressful or i'm getting bored at my job so what are some of the ways you'd say people could grow in their career and actually not get bored in it how would you how what are the ways you can grow as a young professional in a job if you just enter the job market you're like yes mhm so i guess first you have to ask yourself what growth means for you mm-hmm. yeah? yeah and that question of what growth means for you is also mm-hmm. very similar to that question of what success means for you exactly yeah mm-hmm. so once you honestly know what that growth means for you yeah. and then attach that to what will what what will need to happen what mm-hmm. you need to feel mm-hmm. for you to feel for you to be successful then it's about carving that path okay. in between okay. right mm-hmm. and the most obvious things when you're a young professional i love to talk about the ideas of experimenting i i spent about 3 years when i was uh, just figuring things out because i studied education for my first degree mm-hmm. so and you're a teacher by I, profession i am a teacher by oh, profession wow. and by heart <laughs> and i when i started i i knew i studied early childhood and i i was sure i never wanted to teach kindergarten i don't like teaching kids i love to play with them i host art classes now yeah. mm-hmm. but i don't want to teach them math <laughs> like it for me like children should just be playing yeah. i don't you know so i knew from like uni days that i didn't want to go traditionally in the path of that okay so then the question was how do i expose myself to spaces that mm-hmm. promote my raise my awareness of my skills my strengths my talents mm-hmm. things i'm passionate about what am i curious about how can i go after that mm-hmm. so this idea of for me those 3 years experimenting was simply following what what did people say i'm good at ah mm-hmm. oh, i'm good with people i could do a career in people what does that mean maybe i could run a leadership development program mm-hmm. ah what can i what about that can i do when okay. i'm still young in my career mm-hmm. i found this op- volunteer opportunity for one year in tanzania so i went right needed very little resources mm-hmm. and gave me a really really great opportunity also okay. again working with corporates and mm-hmm. on you young professionals upskilling and a bit of other social impact work with communities okay so for me it's defining what growth and mm-hmm. what success you want mm-hmm. being very aware of the things you're passionate about and okay. curious about mm-hmm. and then putting action into it you have so much time when you're young in your career to mm-hmm. experiment mm-hmm. and to try things out yeah. and then when you do that you're not just trying for fun because that's a trap as well mm. you are trying with the intention of what can i learn from this mm-hmm. and then how can i use that to get to the next level. Okay. So if I'm curious about A, ah, let me try that for like 2-3 months mm-hmm. and then or 6 months or 1 year and mm-hmm. then I learn something about myself. Okay. Ah, I see the talents and the skills that are unfolding. And then the next level is like what can I do with that? Mm-hmm. What opportunities can it can it uh can this new information and knowledge and experience open up for yeah. me? Mm-hmm. So this type of thinking then helps you then carve what is your growth path okay which then will be very different from for different people okay um and i think also like t- 
that experimentation then comes also with the mindset of taking initiative. Mm-hmm. Like nobody will do these things yeah. for you. Nobody yeah. will find that volunteer opportunity for you. It's you. It's you who mm-hmm. is going to have to do the freaking work. Yeah. And you'll have to create time for it. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have to be focused to actually make something out of it. Yeah, that's yeah? true. That's true. And you have to be dedicated as well. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. And as a senior professional, what would you say about that group? So I think for, no, I don't think. Um, so for senior professionals, it's very interesting, right? Mm. Because when many people start asking themselves that question of what's the next level, mm-hmm. it's triggered by different things. Yeah. Yeah. So there'll be people who just come from sabbatical. And they are like, oh, okay, job market. There'll be people who maybe you just went through a PhD or a master's, yeah. mm-hmm. a master's whatever uh, program. There'll be people who are, you know, when you start having this each of, there's more to me. Yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure too, if it's still in if it's still in your life, yeah. you look around, not from a comparison, feeling terrible about your life. But from like, oh, shit, people are doing amazing things. Yeah. I am totally capable of doing that. So you're sort of like triggered to want to mm-hmm. figure out what is that good for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, it's, it has to be very customized. Where are you coming from mm-hmm. and what is triggering that? Yeah. And what is that next level of growth? Mm-hmm. For some people, it's vertical. I, I just have to be CEO for the next three years. Okay. Then I have clients who are like, I have six more months to be CEO yeah. and they are not even joking. Mm. Yeah. Like okay. In six months, I'm going to start applying for CEO job, okay. level jobs. <laughs> I have clients who are, all they want to do is follow their passion and start uh, social ventures that can change the world around them. Yeah. So then go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people who are know for sure they are sitting on their potential yeah. or as you had mentioned earlier, I'm just bored. Mm. You know, I've done this for the last 10 years. I'm totally bored. Mm-hmm. So again, it's really, where are you and what is it that you want to achieve with your life? Exactly. For me, that's then what you determine, Mm -hmm. what growth you actually want. Mm -hmm. Is it towards passion? Is it towards more money? Is Mm -hmm. it vertically? Is it growth to a better organization that Mm -hmm. promotes well-being and healthy workplaces? Mm -hmm. So what is it what you want exactly (laughs) figure out what you want and go for it okay you know yeah Yeah. that's that's very correct and uh you mentioning about what is it you want as a person sometimes it can be a bit confusing yeah no first of all it's hard to admit what we want it is it is quite hard (laughs) yeah and even first of all getting to understand what it is you like because let's say you try, you're trying out different things. Yeah. So you start wondering, do I like this? Do I not like this? What am I really interested in? So yes, it's, it's important for one person to just sit down and get to know what it is they want. Yeah. And it really demands that we raise our level of Mm self-awareness and we, we need to create time for that. If we, if, if we want to approach our, if you want to grow, you can grow haphazardly. Yeah. Cheers. (laughs) Please go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, but you can also want to grow intentionally and strategically yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. towards the life that you want to create for yourself. Mm-hmm. So if that's what you want, then you need to create time for mm-hmm. self-awareness to really ask yourself the hard questions yeah. mm-hmm. to work with a coach to help you raise awareness of yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to ask feedback, not from everybody. Yeah. 
disclaimer from specific <laughs> yeah, people from people that you truly trust and they know you and they well. know you and mm-hmm. you know they have the best interest at of you at heart at and they have observed you show up in different places yeah, yeah. so that you can unreveal those things like blind spots yeah. right mm-hmm. the the things that you may not be able to see when you're stuck in the mud of every single day you know busyness eh? yeah yeah 8am to 5pm so yeah i think that that yeah, that's what i would, that's... i would say to this yeah okay so uh you've mentioned about growing strategically so let's let's talk about career mapping um sometimes it can be hard or maybe easy for some people First to First of all what is career mapping? Like uh having a career path like knowing in the next maybe five years I want to be a doctor. So let's say you studied for it. That's yeah, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> what is easy being a doctor mm, or the career uh, mapping? Being a doctor. You went to med school. Alafutaenda you when ukapata utakuwa tu hapo Kenyatta will be looking for interns. <laughs> okay, did you <laughs> Okay, joke aside. Please go on. Eh? Let's <laughs> Okay. Uh, doctors out there, I hope uh, you're not judging us. I'm sure being a doctor is not easy, but um how do you I mean not easy, but it's a very standard like the path uh, is very clear to yeah. figure in the mm-hmm. medical field right yeah. and like okay. yeah it's very easy like you know your first your first degree the internship program mm-hmm. then you go back for the two years of postgraduate then you may want to progress mm. like i think that some paths are very very clear okay. so that's why i'm i'm like it's very oh, easy like that, that yeah exactly like the, that example is okay. easy because <laughs> it's like of course i know the path and yeah. it's, i know the whole list of things that I can specialize in yeah. and yeah that's so what I mean. Why, why do you think that's important for an individual to have that vision of uh, you know where they want to be in their career? I love that you use the word vision because I don't think we live in a world today where you can have I mean 2021 eh tunapunguka 2020 hapo March last year before happened. Corona happened. Yeah. And this stuff is going to stay it's going to influence us for the next 5-10 years. Hakuna kwenye tunaenda. So The truth is it's going to be very very hard. I mean these days I make plans for 24 hours. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> long term plans are 3 months, you know? Like yeah. I have a plan yeah. up to July, yeah. end of end of, mid August. Mhm. Tukifika mm-hmm. hapo we'll figure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm just removing from the table this idea of thinking about oh five years from now i want ah, to be ah okay mm-hmm. you don't know what will be what happening in five years mm-hmm. you don't know what else will happen devolutionalize how ah. that profession looks like and think the last so what what i love about this season we are in is that for the last 20 years ever since i was in uni we were talking about the future of work mm-hmm. right yeah. oh 2020 will come oh 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 And then we went out for 2020 then 20 came, came with a bang the bang <laughs> you know like god like you I'm here you've been waiting for me nimefika sasa acheni ni washo kwenye kunaendanga so we were not ready obviously right yeah. mm-hmm. but just observing the things that have happened this yeah. morning I was having a conversation about the whole world of remote work mm-hmm. I've posted in the city yeah living great lives working for companies in San Francisco yeah Yeah like yeah. you can work anywhere, anywhere company a friend sent me yeah a friend mm-hmm. sent me a job um earlier this week of a company i don't know based where some random country yeah. and they were looking for 
like talent in Africa, Ooh. right? So they, they they just want to grow a diverse team okay. with talent from everywhere, and mm -hmm. and they don't care. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and you get the full benefit of like working in our wherever you in, are. In our, as if you had like a company that you go to mm -hmm. the office every day. Every day. So just Eight to let's five, get eh? this idea of like five years, blah blah blah, ten years. Anything could happen. Now coming back to why I love the word vision is. You can have a vision for your life. Yeah. You can have a vision for how do I want to feel when I go to work every day? How do I want to feel when I interact with my colleagues? How do I want to, uh, what do you call it? How do I want to feel when I do my work? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So those are things you can, you can visualize mm -hmm. and then you can keep assessing as, you, as you're growing and as you're progressing in your career. How mm -hmm. close are you to to that, to that vision, vision that you have okay so the problem with vision also and like thinking five years ahead is like we are waiting to get there yeah so what oh, are we doing now working towards it yeah like what so what are we doing now yeah. like what are we doing for the next five years mm -hmm. so i love to challenge people to then to vision what is how do they want to experience their careers and yeah. then to bring that to today mm. how can i leave that today right now right now mm -hmm. and am i living it in my current workplace yeah, maybe yeah. maybe not if mm -hmm. i'm not is there anything i can change maybe not oh great what does that mean for mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. right so mm -hmm. create the vision and then live it from here yeah. on an everyday basis oh. in, as opposed to like waiting five years now five years that would you and what are you factoring wait? in the unexpected turns of events maybe economically uh let's say you you lost your job and you're thinking okay now what what to do yeah mm -hmm. so are you are you taking that into consideration exactly and if you're not too stuck up mm -hmm. on getting somewhere yeah. it's easier to deal with those situations okay mm -hmm. but if you're too stuck up on i want to get there yeah this time mm -hmm. this date earning xyz then that's all you're focused on. Mm -hmm. Then if anything happens, one, you're too stressed exactly. to deal with it. Yeah. Two, you lose opportunities that might be arising around you, mm -hmm. which you probably see if you're much more open. Like, open yeah. right? mm -hmm. So it's this balance between knowing what's the vision and living it today mm -hmm. and knowing one day, yes, I want to get somewhere, but I'm yeah. trying my best to live it today. Mm -hmm. And then anticipating things might change along the way yeah. and creating, I guess, the strength and the tools within you yeah. to deal with those changes. Mm. So then it becomes a much more enjoyable, playful exactly. journey. Like, exactly. I don't, you know, like you spend wow. so much time working. You know, you're opening <laughs> up my mind. I'm like, wow, I wish I was being told this three years ago. I'd be so open to, you know, even where I am right now. I think I would have been there. But anyway. No, Who knows? No, but that's, that's <laughs> the power of these conversations. Then you can yeah. take that and then mm. ask yourself, so what does it mean mm. moving forward? Exactly. Right? What I does think, it mean moving forward? One of my friends like to say, you can't skip your own revolution. Wow. You know, you I think it's really powerful. Your own revolution. Because then for me, every time I'm like, shit, why the heck <laughs> did I not know that five years ago? ago. And I remember Teresa, Martha. <laughs> mm-hmm. You cannot skip your own revolution. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, girl. Yeah. I cannot skip my own revolution. I guess it's my time now. Yeah. So it's a much more gentler way of mm -hmm. 
I guess dealing with those dealing, moments exactly. of like, oh shit, but um, and it helps you move forward mm. and progress yeah. without judging yourself too much. Right. Okay. That's a that's a that's a nice tweetable tweet. <laughs> so you talked about change, yeah, and how you can deal with that with the changes in uh, maybe in your workplace or in your job. So I want us to talk about career shift. Mm-hmm. Studied for. Uh, in bachelor's of education yeah so you now being a career development coach stroke recruiter how has that been for you oh it's been how's that shift been for you there has been no shift i, I lead a very unorthodox life and a very unorthodox career so yeah. if anybody is listening <laughs> take my experiences with a piece of <laughs> piece of salt a pinch of salt, a pinch of salt. <laughs> and how has it been it's been amazing. It's been incredible oh, yeah. to to like go through this journey of like trying out so many different things over mm-hmm. the last ten years, mm-hmm. and I think more. And for me, part of it is favored by my personality mm-hmm. and my nature is experiment, is explore. Yeah, I'm very curious, mm-hmm. and I'm also very like I like to take action and take initiative. Mm-hmm. So. When I'm curious about something, I, I will do something about it. Okay. And as, a pros, as, a, as, as I'm doing it, I'll learn something about myself. Yeah. Then I'll pause and ask myself, oh, that's interesting. What, what do I do with it? Mm-hmm. Um, I, love, I love to share that some of the right now in developing different learning spaces. I mean, I studied education over 12, 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe 15, I don't know when I was in campus. Mm-hmm. So... I started that like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. I did about five years of my early career, two, three in uni mm-hmm. and two after uni, mm-hmm. working on these different leadership development um, mm-hmm. programs okay. on volunteer and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's where I learned a lot of my skills on leadership development, yeah. character development, mm-hmm. skills training, mm-hmm. facilitation. Yeah. Everything I do over 10 years later, I learned it back then back then wow so so yeah first experimentation that my my personality really mm-hmm. favors that and then the other reason why it's i think been really really enjoyable for me is this idea of seeing yourself get to the next level and get to the next level mm-hmm. yeah so every mm-hmm. time what i learned what i shared about when you when you learn something and you're like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, can, I can be able to contribute to an organization in this way. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful surprise. Yeah. What more can I do with mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. So approaching life in this experimenting, playful way makes the journey much more interesting. Yeah. But of course, a lot of self-awareness and having really great mentors and mm-hmm. and uh, and coaches with me mm-hmm. has really helped me shape and get really focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, get really focused on, okay. Because again, the balance between curiosity yeah. and being interested in one million things mm-hmm. and then come focus, yeah. be- becoming focused. Exactly. I think for me, the focus has been harnessed by my coaches. Because then they help me to be like, okay, Martha, if you're doing only three things, what are they going to be? Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. right now I'm working on how can I do only three things? Wow. Right. And mm-hmm. that might mean doing one, two things every week. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. So how do you build that life? It's mm-hmm. a lot. You need a lot of support and yeah. then you need a lot of 
honesty mm. and self-awareness yeah. on what are you really, really good at yeah, and exactly. harnessing on that. Mm-hmm. And then also figuring out what are the other skills and support system you need mm-hmm. to still grow in your career, you yeah. know? Yeah. Some people would argue, you know, people have different personalities, so yeah. not everyone is outgoing. But as you said, uh, harnessing what is within you. What is within you, Just exactly. what is within you. And, you know, being adventurous in gaining different skills, maybe, yeah? Yeah, and we all have that innately in us. For some people, it may show up as, ah, she's all out there. Yeah. And for some people, it's really quiet and subtle, Mm -hmm. but it's the same call for novelty, for newness, for let me try something, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Like, we are human beings. We are being, we are not, like, stuck into, like, we are not trees. You know? Oh, that's so interesting. Okay. So what, as we wind up, what is your advice to that person who is uh, looking to transition to a different career? And maybe they're confused they're in that gray area, like, hey, okay, this is what I did and this is what I want to do. So first you need to not be to calm down. You're not confused. <laughs> you know, you're just trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, yeah there's no mm. confusion element. Okay. Because... People get stuck in those in that energy of oh I'm confused oh I don't know what to do yeah you overanalyze it you overthink it then you meet more people who are as confused <laughs> and overanalyzing the situation then mnaeka your mix then you know <laughs> you made a beautiful a very very like strong cocktail of confusion of confusion <laughs> then you're stuck there yeah yeah so first is the is the is the is like move yourself from that place and like mm. come back to okay why why do i want this change okay my you ask what is my advice my advice is work it backwards okay. i was earlier making the joke of people wake up and want to transition mm. it doesn't work like that nothing in the in this life has ever worked like this mm. yeah so someone will either the words you use earlier i'm bored i'm stressed blah 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 i want a change yeah and then they think it's gonna happen click of a finger overnight yeah no doesn't. so work backwards Transitions can take you two to three years. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, again, I'm back to intention and strategy. You can do it haphazardly. You might be lucky or you might be extremely frustrated. Mm-hmm. So when you work backward, then it's about acknowledging right now I want change. Okay, great. Taking enough time mm-hmm. to figure out what's the change you want. Mm-hmm visualizing we talked about vision how do i want to feel in these type of workplaces in the work that i do what impact is it creating what of my strengths am i using to that right there's Mm -hmm. no confusion there so you know then so you haven't even started thinking where you're going yet Mm. then then now start planning like forward okay if if that's what i want what will it take me to get there? Mm-hmm. Right? Think your think of yourself as the person who would hire yourself. Like mm-hmm. when you're on a interview a eh. couple of years later, mm-hmm. and you're asking yourself, like, why should I hire you? Mm-hmm. Answer that question mm-hmm. yeah. and then do what whatever that person would say that would impress you. Do that. Okay. And then work now start working mm-hmm. towards getting there. Wow. Yeah. That's so amazing. You are just blowing my mind away today. So we have come to the end of the show. Thank you so much. 
and i hope ladies you have been able to learn a thing or two from martha and uh, this episode we are in conjunction with fuzu as we talk about building a successful career so asante sana ladies remember to martha do you have anything before i continue do you have anything to say do you want to say hi to anyone oh. <laughs> do you want to plug yourself <laughs> do you want <laughs> not really um oh my god that just took me to childhood those things on radio <laughs> uh no i don't know how that works but this was fun i love sharing uh this yeah. this this is the things that i'm really passionate about okay so yeah i hope everybody got to take um one or two things whatever mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. Uh, take that and run with it discard yeah. everything else and make that your thing okay. uh, most importantly put action into mm-hmm. whatever insights that you you will hear from me speaking or from yeah. anybody else speaking okay. and okay. it's those tiny actions that create that momentum eventually mm-hmm. yes yeah thank you so much thank Amazing. you for having me thank you you're welcome and uh yes so you can remember to catch me on or rather to catch up on the various episodes that I have had and uh, we will see you next time peace out